Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to Life in a Leo. I'm your host, Rebecca Dengrove. This week, we are finishing up the interview with Janae Honest, Christine Peng Peng Lee, and Deanna Hong. This is a long show, and we pick up right where we left off. Hope you enjoy. Part of the reason I have the three of you guys here together is because you guys hosted or were, yeah, ran Brew and Banter this year. And yes. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm definitely obsessed with it. I think you guys did an incredible job. Deanna, do you want to, can you give us a little bit of history on what Brew and Banter is supposed to be about and, and the origin of it a little bit? Yeah. So Brew and Banter actually was started by Samantha Peshek when she was in school here. I think Sam started it in 2013 when she was injured, and she obviously is now a broadcaster, but was very clear on that in college that that's what she wanted to do. So mm-hmm. she, and she's such a go-getter, um, she started Bruin Banter because she knew she needed to get experience to be able to make a reel for herself. So she started Bruin Banter as just a way to like interview her teammates, and the first two years of Bruin Banter, if you look on YouTube, I think they mostly just sat in like the press conference room against like a backdrop. I think they were always in the same room, and I think they were a lot shorter than they are now. But yeah, so then when I started working with the team in 2014, or for the 2015 season, that's the, the first time I started working on Bryn Banter. I really, like, what I wanted to, and that was, so that was Sam's third year hosting it in her last year. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just really wanted to, like, do different locations and kind of, I mean, we have such a beautiful campus, and luckily for us in you know, in season starts in January, but in January we can still shoot outside. Whereas like if we were at another school or like on the East coast, something, there's no way we would, you know, shoot Bruin Banter outside in January. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just thought it was nice to kind of like change it up every episode, show off different areas of campus and just kind of, just kind of liven it up a little bit. I mean, obviously it took a lot more work and there's a whole host of other considerations you need to make shooting outside with just like microphones and audio levels because there's always stuff going on at UCLA and like sunlight and et cetera, et cetera. But um, yeah, so I've been producing Brood Banter since 2015. And how much of what goes on is stuff that you help decide and how much is decided by the host of the show? Um, with these two or Janae in particular, Sorry, Peng. Uh, Janae is really, really prepared for for every episode. <laughs> I, ha- I, I just... always have my notes. <laughs> yeah. Jay comes with like a full notebook full of notes. She has like all the scores written down from the previous meets. Like she knows exactly what she wants to talk about. And I think um, Sam was really a lot like that too. Like she would come with printed notes. Noosh also really took notes. Peng, I think kind of, and Peng's always had a co-host. So she doesn't necessarily have all the numbers written down, but obviously she's great at leading conversations and you know has a great rapport with all of her teammates so yeah. i think for the most part they they always come like when we go to shoot rude banter they always know their questions in general i don't know once an episode or once every episode i'll be like oh why don't you ask this question too and sometimes we use that sometimes we don't so really it is it is mostly them in terms of the content very cool and for you guys, how did you, you know, like I've watched the show sort of evolve over the years. Like how did, how do you guys determine who gets to host it the next year? I think when I, I think Ms. Val knew that I want to go into TV, yeah. either like being an actress or hosting, like haven't figured it out yet, but I knew I, that was the direction I wanted, wanted to go into. And so did Hallie. So because yep. we were seniors at the time and she knew that we wanted to, we kind of, asked her and say, oh, would it 
could we host broom banter? Like I'll put that thought in your head kind of thing. And then I think it's anyone who really wants to pursue that kind of career. She'll put as a host on broom banter to, to give them more experience in that field so that if one day they wanted to make a reel, they could. Uh-huh. Very cool. And Janae, this year, how did you, did you know that like after watching Sam and Danusia and Peng and Hallie do it, did you have a desire to do it as well? Or did you get picked or? Yeah, I actually had a desire to do it for a while because in high school, I decided in my mind that I wanted to do broadcasting okay. because I wanted to do something on TV and be in front of the camera that wasn't necessarily acting and I've been watching sports all my life, like basketball and football. So I wanted to do broadcasting and I feel like in public speaking, yes, I feel like everybody gets nervous, but once I start, I'm actually not terrified to speak in front of people, let alone a camera. But like Pang just mentioned, if like somebody on the team wants to, you know, do something with television, you know, get that experience, then she'll have you be the host. But for me, I felt like I needed to work a little bit for it because I remember Miss Val, like Deanna was saying, Miss Val has all these ideas and I didn't know what she wanted to do with Burn Banter this past season. So I kind of mm-hmm. just kind of kept asking her and Samantha Peshik was like, I'll put in a good word to want to do it would be perfect opportunity and a good way for you to get practice. And I was like, exactly. So somebody <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to do it so bad. But yeah, so that's kind of like how I got into it. But, you know, I I watched Sam. I like watched all of Sam's episodes and then with Danusha and then also with Peng and Hallie. And I was like, can I please do it for my last year? Because <laughs> I have one more year here. So, yeah. Amazing. And who, like, how did you guys come up with the different, you did like your little dancey arm moves at the beginning of every episode this year? They were always different for each guest. We were on top of that. <laughs> we really were. I feel like because Hallie and Pang had a little tune and mm-hmm. I remember we wanted to change that up but then me and Pang <laughs> dance a lot like all the time 24-7 and so <laughs> I forget who had the idea but we were like let's just do something out of their floor routines or beam routines or something like that mm-hmm. so to make it a little more personalized. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was really cute. Well, I can't mm. wait to see who's hosting next season. Do Do you guys already know? Oh, no. No. <laughs> I have no idea. They don't get any say in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No. It's it's a thing that Ms. Val and I decide, and Liza. Okay. Funny. Uh, Liza is our sports info director. So she runs Instagram. She does, like, all of our press releases, updates the website, she basically is a PR person is how I always think of her. But I mean, she she's definitely the one to credit for like our social media presence. Um, and just she I mean, she has so much on her plate all the time with this uh-huh. team. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. I want to talk a little bit about your experience working with Miss Val. I feel like she has this reputation in the sport and a, an amazing reputation. And I think that there's like. I'm just curious to know a little bit more of what it's like working with her. And I think a lot of people hear about the life skills and that you've learned so much more coming out of UCLA. And that's part of the appeal of the program there. Is it something that you can actually put your finger on and be like, yes, we have these moments, these help drive life experiences and, and it's very clear. Or is it just something in the way that she 
conducts practice and team training and team meetings and everything else that it just sort of happens naturally through the experience. No, I was going to say over the six years that I've been there and just watching her teach every single class, it's all very different. And I think the cool thing about Miss Val is that she makes you become aware. And what I mean by that is she brings people from a lot of different places. And I think what the great thing about the program is, is that you do become a lot more worldly. And I think that makes you grow up because when your whole life, a lot of gymnasts, they only grew up in the gymnastics community. So all they know is gymnastics. But then when you get into college, you get a high school, you learn a lot more about different people. And so it's really neat when she brings people from, um, I don't know, baseball backgrounds or people who've been in the entertainment and people who have were in the army. And so you just learn a lot of different life lessons of how they conduct. And I think she takes what um, she had talked to them about in conversation. She'll take that into the gym. And I think that helps us grow because Miss Val not only teaches us a lot about different things that happen in the world, but she also um, teaches you about your strengths and weaknesses. And she'll, she's not afraid to call you out on it. And I think that's what is so amazing about the program is that you have to come in with a very open eye and you have to come in open-minded just to learn and grow because there have been multiple meetings where she'll say, we really see this leadership quality in you. Like how, how come, or you should try and grow upon it. And so then as an individual, you kind of figure out how can I help the team in a leadership position? And then maybe you're injured one year and she says, how can you help the team still in that role? So you, I think you just learn different ways to be on a team and that definitely helps you throughout life because you're not only thinking about just your gymnastics, you're thinking about how can I make our team the best one possible? So it's almost like you're learning business at the same time as well. And mm -hmm. that's what's so neat about the program is that if you are, are having a rough time outside the gym, she'll bring it up and she'll talk to you about it and say that whatever happens outside the gym also affects inside the gym. So that allows you to be more aware of yourself and how you want to pursue life and how you want to make decisions and stuff. And so I think over the years, it's been pretty similar, but there's definitely always new things that come in, which is very interesting to UCLA. Mm -hmm. Cool. And how do you think she's helped you? Like, do you, do you feel like you notice that growth in yourself over the years that you've been working with her? Oh, completely. It, it helped a lot just to know, like, I thought I knew myself pretty well coming in freshman year, but I think I have really understood what I want in life and what, who I want to hang out with, who, um, how my leadership qualities are. And she has taught me just to realize that, especially when I'm having a hard time, she's very easy to talk to. So mm -hmm. I can always go with, to her with problems and she can give me a new perspective. And so I think I've definitely grown up in a way where, and I've matured a lot just to know my personality more and how to handle myself under stress a lot better and how to kind of organize myself and what I want in my goals. And so I think it's when you talk to Ms. Val, she just helps you, helps guide you. She doesn't do it for you, obviously, mm -hmm. but she just helps mm -hmm. understand your personality a little better so that you can reach your goals and so that you can understand your weaknesses and um, get better as a person in general. Awesome. And Janae, what's your experience been like? Shoot, paying basically summed it up. But... <laughs> well, I think I... like 
based on what we talked about earlier, you know, like you came from an experience in club where you had basically coaches on some level rooting against you, you know, like, I think that's probably a big thing to overcome. And Mm -hmm. um, how did you feel like you grew through that over your four years at at UCLA? Okay, so I knew, um, as I mentioned earlier, I knew coming to UCLA would not only enhance me as an athlete, but as a person, because my first encounter with Ms. Val, I'm not going to lie, I was a little intimidated or very intimidated. <laughs> She's, <laughs> but um, we had a debriefing session and that was like my first time ever having a debriefing where you journal and after that, I just knew, okay, she's a life coach as well. And she's definitely going to help me grow if I come here. And I think definitely the things I've taken away from the many lessons I've learned from her, like what Pang had mentioned was basically is that you're not defined by your mistakes. And that was a very important message for me, because I feel like sometimes I like to go back and really think about, okay, I did this in the past. So this is what people think me as or you know, kind of like the time when I jumped up to the high bar and I missed it at Utah my freshman year. Do you know how fun like, that <laughs> stuck with me for so long? That was just a funny example, but things <laughs> like that. And another one is that it's better to be respected than to be liked. And I feel like that one was very important for me to learn it, especially in college, because that's you coming in in college, you know, you're trying to transition and you're learning all these things, but you need to remember that you need, like, you want to be respected and you need to have this, um, you know, this repu- this reputation and you can, it's so, it takes a, a long time to build it up, but it's so quick to tear it down, this reputation that you build for yourself. So you always have to be conscientious and especially being on the UCLA, being on the UCLA gymnastics team we have so many eyes on us and you don't know who could be watching and you kind of just have to be conscientious of that. I've definitely seen myself grow, especially throughout the four years and especially this last year, because being a senior on the team, you have to step into that leadership role. And I remember she said, you know, we're all leaders in our own way. And I'm sitting here like, (sighs) like, but Pang is so vocal and she's so good when she speaks to the team. And like, I'm <laughs> <Well>, like, <laughs> and you know, I'm just thinking about all these things. And sometimes, or at least myself, I started trying to compare myself to that. Like, well, do I need to speak more? Like, do I need to speak every time we huddle but, and stuff like that? But it's like, no, Janae, you're, you're, your indiv- you're, you're your own individual and you have, and you have your own way of leading by example. Yeah. And I believe that I did when I did speak up, it was at the most necessary times and it was crucial at that time or, you know, it was when I needed to speak up. And that was definitely probably the biggest thing I learned this year because I don't need to compare myself to my fellow seniors and figure out like, oh, it was more like I need to figure out where I need to grow personally and where my strengths are. And Mm -hmm. like, yes, be inspired by the others around me. But but yeah, so Miss Val has definitely taught me all of that and helped me embrace my true self and kind of step out of my comfort zone a little bit. That's awesome. And Deanna, I mean, I know you've worked with the team now for four years. What, what are your takeaways of that interaction and that coaching dynamic and stuff? Or what other insights do you, could you offer? 
Yeah, I mean, especially because I'm a little older than these two, um, I feel like just a I've... Oh, just a tad, only a year. <laughs> just a little bit today. <laughs> God. Um, no, I mean, I feel like it has given me a little more perspective because obviously I had already graduated by the time I started working with them. And so I can see, you know, I get to see them and how they've grown in mm-hmm. a way that I don't necessarily think they see, they can see as well being themselves. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I've seen Janae grow a ton. I've seen, you know, all of the people in that freshman class or Janae's freshman class have just really grown up. And I think this program really, really pushes you to just embrace kind of all aspects of your of yourself as a human being. Because as, as Peng said, like a lot of, you know, to get to this level of gymnastics, of, gymnastics you need to be training like i don't know probably 30 hours a week in the gym or something and you know so a lot of a lot of the girls who come to our program like grew up just knowing gymnastics and so i think um i think miss val and the coaching staff here really put so much emphasis on just really forming them as well-rounded human beings and just they're so welcoming like genuinely welcoming and i think our program just puts a, a big emphasis on being open and loving and just kind of, I don't know. I feel like whenever people visit the gym, they, all the girls welcome them with open arms. And that's such a nice quality to have. Like when I go in there and I don't, I'm not at practice every day. I'm actually, I probably only stop by practice once every few weeks, but mm-hmm. every time I go in, like everyone's like, Deanna, and like they run <laughs> over and hug me. And like, you know, I think, I think Ms. Val just understands the power of making other people feel loved. Yeah. And um, she really kind of has really instilled that in the girls who go to this program. And I think they have a really good sense of, you know, just what it what it means to be human and how to show love for other humans and how to be open minded. And, you know, we have probably the most diverse team in the in the country. And so I think just everyone is is exposed in their time in this program, exposed to especially at a campus like UCLA, exposed to, you know, maybe demographics that they hadn't been exposed to before and just kind of get a much more just well-rounded formative experience here. That's awesome. Cool. Well, you guys had in, I don't, there's like no words, the most phenomenal, incredible season ever this year. In addition to NCAA Nationals and the year you've had, what are some of your best moments that you can reflect on from the sport Ooh, from the Ooh. sport in general yeah or oh. like just like memorable moment like the most memorable like this moment year you've had <laughs> it could be this year <laughs> i mean the winning ncaa sport. nationals is probably right like probably one of the most memorable moments uh-huh. you've all Absolutely. experienced Absolutely. Um, but in addition to that is there some other moment that you can reflect back on and be like that was pretty awesome <laughs> It's funny because when I ever think about my UCLA career, I always think about the struggles. <laughs> and Miss Val always says, you know, you don't bond over going to a spa. <laughs> you bond <laughs> over struggling <laughs> together. So it's funny because Nationals is one of definitely one of the most memorable moments, but also the little activities that we do are extremely memorable to me. I couldn't tell you like where we went for specific meets, but I could tell you what activities we did. <laughs> and so just doing all those team activities, like even if it was like our 720 circuit, it was basically seven minutes and 20 seconds of brutal 
strength in conditioning. And so I remember that a lot, but I think just going through all that, it really bonds everyone together. Like that will definitely be, will stick with me for the rest of my life. Also um, specific team challenges that we did throughout the season. I really enjoyed the team challenges and the, also the physical challenges. What are like, what's an example of one of the team challenges or physical challenges? The team, one of the team challenges we did this year was we had to make up a word, like say in the alien language and basically improv. And so we got a sheet of paper saying a word and you would look at the sheet of paper for like two seconds. And then you'd have to come up with a word in the alien language and basically describe like the word without real, um, you basically it's like a 40 second speech. <laughs> Basically, but it was just so funny because we would remember some words that other people said and it was like made up words. So I think just because that stuck with us, it's definitely memorable to me because I can remember what word they put with like an English word. And we also did like a Jenga challenge, which was really funny. And was this I, stuff I like know. you I, did before every meet? Like you would do something different, a different challenge before the meet to sort of like get your head <laughs> settled or... <laughs> Yeah, so it, um, it would normally be blue and gold challenges, and so we divide. We had to um, divided our team up into blue and gold. Okay. In September, so every challenge that we do normally is always blue versus gold, and oh. so every, at every meet, Miss Val will come up with new, or Miss Val and the coaching staff come up with new challenges to do for us to be like loose and to have fun and to like remember why like. We're doing it. We are just like having fun, but also doing everything in a very competitive spirit. So awesome. The, the, yeah, the team challenges definitely just stuck with me over the six years. Got it. Cool. Janae, what are your <laughs> memorable moments? <laughs> Let's see. Because mm. <laughs> there's so many, aren't there? Yeah, there really are. I was going to stick with UCLA, but, um, one in club basically was, yeah, honestly, just kind of working through not only the adversity coming from my coaches and being discouraged through that, but also me having knee surgery um, when I was 13. And I had about, I think I just, I had two major setbacks because we all know colleges look at girls pretty young and they commit early. I wasn't competing at the time when you know you're supposed to commit, essentially. That was definitely a lot of stress on me because UCLA, you know, the scholarships were already gone. So I'm like, okay, how am I going to get my foot in the door? You know, I had knee surgery and then I came back too quickly. I had a relapse and then I had a back injury that also hindered me from competing for a year. So I was out for two crucial years when you're 13, 14, you know, they're really looking at you. So me figuring out a way to actually do my rehab that I didn't want to do and working through that and getting my body healthy to the point where I can compete and compete to the best of my ability was definitely something I will always remember because I always had this goal in mind and I was going to find my way to reach my goal despite the injuries and um, the things I was facing. But then in college, kind of just exactly what Pang said, like the times where we struggled basically, because you know, that's what leads to, you know, the success. My most memorable moments for sure in 
UCLA was being the co-champion in 2016 at Pac-12s. And it's funny because honestly, when they called my name, because I was wondering why Deanna put the microphone on me and I was like, oh, so you just want me to cheer for others? Cool. Um, <laughs> so good. So, I didn't know. I was like, there's for sure no way that I'm anyway, like just different things that you will never think is possible. And it's weird because it happens in the times you least expect it. And she hooked me up and I'm thinking like, okay, let me like, you know, Pang's going to go up. You know, I'm going to be like, woo, go Pang. <laughs> and then they called my name and I got on third because I was like, oh, there's no way. Like, I'm for sure. Like, where's the lowest? Like, I got <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. So I was like, okay, let me just step on third. And then Elizabeth Price was like, no, girl, like we're all tied. Like we're on first. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no way that's so cool I'm literally standing on the same podium as Elizabeth Price I watched you <laughs> in Olympic trials this is crazy and she she's incredible too so that's definitely one and I love that you know Deanna was a part of that because she hooked me up because she knew and I didn't <laughs> and um, <laughs> the second one <laughs> was when uh, Miss Val gave me a scholarship for my senior year because yeah. um, coming in I came in as a walk-on and it's it's kind of hard because, you know, I think gymnastics is different. It's not like football. There's this different light that shine, that's um, shown on the scholarship athletes and then the walk-ons. Like for football, the walk-ons usually never really see the field or get playing time and they're just yep. kind of on the team. But it's different with gymnastics because we're all on the same playing field and we're we usually, you know, like we usually get to compete, we get to contribute to the team, which is, you know, just different from other sports, which is what I love. And I didn't know, I didn't know it was going to be like that coming in. So that's another thing that I was kind of um, afraid of coming in as a freshman. I was like, oh, am I going to be seen as different? But no, you're literally seen as equal. And that's what I also really loved about the team. And so coming in as a freshman and working those three years, I was kind of, you know, hope, kind of hoping to earn a scholarship. And honestly, by the t end of my junior year, I was like, you know what, like, we're getting these other girls are coming in. And we got Madison and Kyla. And I was like, okay, you kind of see these next recruits that are coming in. And I was like, you know what, I've already had a conversation with my parents, we got it covered. I mean, we're gonna finish this last year strong. And we're good. I'm just gonna, you know, live on that walk on legacy which is I believe I still do because I came in my, the majority of my career I was a walk on so Miss Val kind of pulling me and Sonia aside and it's weird because we were in the gym by ourselves like we, no one was around us I don't know why it was just me and her but anyway <laughs> and Miss Val pulled out the phone and she's like hey you guys um I have something to tell you um you actually scholarship opened for you too and I was just so just at a loss for words because like I said just things that you hope that will happen just happen when you least expect it and I had already kind of forgotten about you know hoping to earn a scholarship by the time I was about to be a senior so having that happen was incredible and I'm so happy you know me and Sonia you know it kind of was a, a way to look at it just our hard work paid off so yeah 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 that's huge well, I was just going to say kind of the obvious one, and obviously there's been so many over the years, but winning English National Championship was just incredible. Like, the the energy in that arena, it was insane. I And obviously, like, we've all talked about how none of us knew what was going on. Yeah. 
Um, I actually, so the girls aren't allowed to like look at their phones or anything. And, you know, they like want to stay in the zone the whole time, but obviously like I'm not competing. So, um, <laughs> I was definitely looking at scores. Also, the scores are so confusing at super six. Cause you're like, well, they have to drop this and this and that. And so like, and you know, there's buys and everything. So I can't really understand the scores that well. And at, at like the halfway point, we had finished the half at the halfway point, we were in fourth place. And I had gone on Twitter in the locker room during one of the buys and I was just kind of scrolling and people were just like, man, I really thought it was UCLA's year, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, people were just convinced that we were completely out of it. And I'm, I mean, I'm pretty open about the fact that I don't really understand gymnastics at all. So (laughs) I... That's so funny. Yeah, I was reading Twitter and I was like, well, these actual gymnastics fans are saying that we're out of it. So I was like, I guess we're out of it then. And, you know, like, I had known that Vault, of course, wasn't wasn't bad, but it just wasn't as good as we could do on Bolt. And so I was like, uh, yeah, I was just like, darn, we're out of it. Um, and so I wasn't with the team at NCAAs. Usually I'm with the team, like, you know, I'm pretty close to the girls who can go up and talk to them. But at NCAAs, I have to stay in these photo boxes that are usually like pretty far from the team. So I wasn't really with them. I don't really know what was going on over there. I like, you know, was watching the scores, but didn't really understand them. And yeah, they came out and hit that amazing bars rotation. And it was like, okay, like this is really good. But obviously, you know, we had been in fourth last I checked. So I didn't really have hope that we could win anything. And then, you know, they came out and hit beam the way they did. And I was filming them. And the thing is, when I'm filming, I can't look up to see the scores. So I'm just like looking through my little camera, trying to just shoot because I knew Peng was going to get a 10. And I was trying to like (laughs) film their reactions because I knew it'd be a good reaction. And so I'm just like filming them that, you know, every arena explodes, like they're all jumping up and down and crying. And I'm like, oh, Peng got a 10. Like, I'm kind of crying too. <laughs> and, um, and then they just kept going. Deanna, you were going. bawling. Well, hold on, not yet. So they, just kept, <laughs> they kept crying. And I was just like, man, they're just so happy for Peng. Like, I mean, I'm really happy for Peng too, but like, this is a little excessive. They just won't stop crying (laughs) and then eventually I looked up and I saw UCLA on top of the scoreboard and I just couldn't understand at all like I was just like this doesn't make sense like they must not have updated Oklahoma score yet like I don't know what's happening and then it probably took a few seconds and I was like oh my god we just won and I was (laughs) on the other side of the beam from them because I had to shoot from the photo box and I was just like you know like screw the photo box like I'm running over to the corral (laughs) I mean, I think actually once you win, you're allowed to leave the photo box. Like if your team wins, you can leave it. But otherwise, you have to stay in the box as a photographer or videographer. So, yeah, I sprinted over the corral and was like, you know, I had like the wrong lens on my camera because I'd been shooting from far away. So I was like stressed out trying to like get all the reactions. But I had like a zoom lens on. So it's like just super close on all their faces. I don't know. There's just so much happening. Everyone's crying and screaming. And then like at some point I just started bawling. And I mean, yeah, Peng Peng said I was like. (laughs) I was like ugly crying because um, <laughs> I was just so it was so overwhelming. It was and cute. Was... She came over and she was like, oh, "I'm so proud of you guys." <laughs> it, was like, it was so cute because she wasn't with us the whole time. So then she when she came over, it was like our whole family was there finally. It was just awesome. really cute. Oh my gosh, it was so amazing. We were watching here, and um, and my husband who knows even less than you, Deanna, about gymnastics, was like, wait, can she get a 10 on beam? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, she sure can. <laughs> <laughs> and then we saw it happen, and we were literally were like jumping up and down. 
I think my two-year-old daughter I hadn't put to bed yet because we were like, we're like, that's mom's leotards. <laughs> we're like, because so the whole thing, I mean, the season with the leotards for us this year was kind of crazy. And I know my mom didn't right. think that she was going to get to make you guys anything and ha- really had no expectations thought that you weren't going to be in her leotards at all all season and then to get to make that one and then for you guys to wear it on the last night and oh it was just the whole thing was pretty incredible i'm actually really happy we stayed with (laughs) y'all's leos too so So a couple questions left just to wrap things up i want to know what advice you guys can offer young gymnasts in the sport that just look up to you. If you have something you can share with them, what would you have to say? One of the important things I've learned over time is that I've had a lot of injuries. And so I've realized that a team is made up of multiple puzzle pieces. And even if you are injured, you, I think it is important to accept the fact, grieve, be upset that you are, but it's also important to think positively and move forward. A quote that I really love is someone by um, Walt Disney said it. And he just like one of the phrases was just keep moving forward. So I love that because whatever you had done, you can't undo. Yeah. And so what I have some advice for young kids is, or just your listeners in general, <laughs> is to keep moving forward, accept the fact, live in the moment and just be positive and be kind to one another because your support system is what is going to help you through those hard times. And so when you are on a team, you, even if you are injured, or if you're going through a rough day, you're just as important as say the top player on the team. I think that in life, you need to be very positive, go through things, have fun because if you're not having fun, then it's going to be very hard to get through anything at that point. But to just remain positive and stay kind to one another and um, be true to who you are, because I think everyone's story is very different and very unique. And I think that um, everyone should be proud of who they are. Awesome. Dang, Pang, you're just really summing it up. I know. <laughs> I we just all use her answer. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I'm just kidding. <laughs> James, uh, well, for sure you're going to say something beautiful. <laughs> Well, to build off of all of that, um, yeah, I was going to say something very similar, but basically to make sure you're having fun because um, especially, you know, being in college, it's such a fun environment, you know, coming from club and um, I can imagine elite is very serious too, but um, just make sure you enjoy what you're doing, you know what I mean? And um and if you have this goal, you know, coming from my background, if you have this goal or this dream in mind and, you know, a lot of odds are against you, figure out how you're going to reach your goal. You put like literally put 100% of your heart into it. You give that 100% and figure out how you're going to do it. Also, when you're, I was thinking about this as Payne was talking because I was just trying to figure out something else to say that wasn't the same. But... <laughs> I think it's very, you know, we all have a role model and we all have this idol growing up and you want to follow directly in their footsteps. But also remember that you're an individual and remember that you're going to have your own journey and your own story to tell. And it may not be exactly the same. And honestly, 
something may happen and you may have this dream in mind and something happens and you're on a different path, but no to just remember to embrace that path because maybe that's the path you're supposed to go on because that's like what your destiny is and what, where you're meant to be. And to just always remember that you're going to end up where you're supposed to in the end. What Pink said, keep moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that's basically um, what I would say, but also, you know, just to keep that positive mindset and, yeah, just make sure you're having fun and staying in the moment is very important as well. Mm-hmm. And Deanna, I think just having uh, such a unique perspective on the sport, is there something that you feel like you've learned that would be valuable to share with younger athletes? Hmm. I just, I feel like all of our girls who just do the best and compete, but I mean, all of our girls, I guess, our whole team kind of is just always having fun, which kind of goes back to what Janae was saying, just about really enjoying the moment, really enjoying where you're at, enjoying the people you're doing it with, and, you know, just enjoying every aspect of life. And I think that's a really, you know, Ms. Val really drives gratefulness and appreciation for the situations that we're in and mm-hmm. um, just what life has given us. And I just, I mean, I think, I feel like we're all kind of parroting each other, but um I don't know. I think that's just a really core value that we've all experienced in this program is just real, real, true, like gratefulness for the opportunities that we have mm-hmm. um, for, and all the way down to the little things like Miss Val always talks about um, when she was battling cancer, just kind of seeing the bright side of everything. And instead of saying, you know, I have to go to chemotherapy, she would always reframe it as I get to go to chemotherapy. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, with gymnastics, there is a lot of a lot of roadblocks and and challenges and, you know, like just, I think conditioning, for example, could be really hard, but if you reframe it as like, instead of I have to do conditioning and you think of it as like, I get to do conditioning, my body's in, in shape for me to be able to work out. And like, you know, I get to be here at my gym with all my friends and I get to do something that makes my body stronger. Like, I think there's just so many, so many positive ways to view everything in life that I think would be really valuable for anyone. Yeah, that's a fantastic example. I think that's really relatable for everyone that listens to this. Awesome. There's so many more questions I have that I didn't even get to ask, but we'll save that for another time, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The final question I have for you guys is, what does life in a Leo mean to you? And Janae, I'll let you go first this time. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I think because our sport is definitely very different from others. We wear makeup, we wear lipstick, we, even though we're sweating majority of the time, (laughs) it may not look like it, but guys, we are. (laughs) Sometimes you got to blot the face, but um, it is a very, it looks like a very glamorous sport, but I think life in in a Leo is just it's a lot of hard work and dedication and honestly blood, sweat and tears. And I'm talking about blood from, you know, rips on the bars and who knows where you've crashed. Honestly. And I think that all that hard work that you put into the gym shows in competition where it is very glamorous and not a lot of people. Well, I feel like gymnastics fans definitely know what it looks like and that hard work in the gym. But if you're just, you know, watching the Olympics, clearly you only see just the results of it. And that's what I think life in a Leo is just kind of all that hard work and dedication and the hours and hours and hours you've spent in the gym. Awesome. Well, for me, obviously, I never wear leotards. 
Um, <laughs> I have photographed and um, shot video of a lot of them. But I think especially with regards to kind of our approach at UCLA, we are always talking about like putting on a show and entertaining people and pulling people in. And I think um, just kind of going off of what Janae said, like, you know, these girls work so, so hard in the gym, just grinding it out. And I love that when they get to go to competitions, that they get to wear these beautiful leotards and just like show off everything that they've been working for. And I think there's just, I just love that aspect about gymnastics that's focused on like, like the showmanship of it all. Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh, very cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like what Janae said. Janae, still mine. <laughs> I'm just that kidding. was my goal. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, for me, life in the leotard, it, I guess I'm going to relate this back to my name, but I'm, everyone at home calls me Christine, and then in gymnastics, they call me Peng. So a lot of the time, life in the leotard, for me, it feels like I'm getting ready to become a gymnast. And so you go from regular everyday life from school to hang out with your friends. And then as soon as you put the leotard on, you're like a different person. And so it's kind of, I think of it as like Wonder Woman. It's like you have this whole outfit and you're just look, you look so pretty and graceful, but they don't see all the hard work that was put into that moment of actually getting to put on a leotard. So I think life in a Leo is a lot of hard work has led up to that moment. And I think that a lot of people don't see it, but a lot of gymnasts are very good at just performing and living in that moment because it is so exciting to get to put on that Leo. Like maybe your favorite Leo is really exciting or even um, a UCLA Leo or a national team Leo. And I, so I think that every leotard has its own story and has a background <clears throat> behind it. To me, it was always such an honor to get like a UCLA Leo or to get um, a national team leotard because now it's like I'm playing a new role and I get to be a college athlete and now I get to be a Canadian national team member. So it, it it's really cool putting on a leotard and living, breathing that gymnastics lifestyle out. Cause I like to compartmentalize my gymnast life and my school life and my everyday life. So when mm -hmm. I got to put on a leotard, I definitely became like a gymnast. <laughs> awesome. Well, you guys, this was really, really great. I appreciate beyond words. You giving me all this time and Good luck with life after gymnastics. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks so for, having for having us on the show. Talk to you thank soon. You. All right, thank you. Bye. These three women are so inspiring. I loved learning more about what it was like being a part of the team at UCLA, and I continue to get chills every time I think about them winning nationals this year. So exciting. If any of our listeners are visiting San Diego this summer, make sure to check out Pang performing in a new show at SeaWorld called Illuminite. I will make sure to include the details in our blog post on our website at www.leotard.com. No shout outs this week, but I want to send good vibes to all the judges out there testing this weekend. I think this is the second weekend for testing and I know everyone is putting in a lot of time and energy to learn and review all the rules with the 2018 to 2022 code so we can do our jobs as judges as best as possible. Finally, in the words of Pang, Janae, and Deanna, be true to who you are, stay positive and have fun, and of course, don't forget to point your toes.